Hello and welcome to another edition of the Red Sox Nation, the Illinois Charter Podcast. I'm your host, Tom O'Shea. We're here. We are finally here. Opening day eve. Literally 15 minutes away will be opening day. It's like Christmas Eve for us baseball fans. It really is. Seriously. Remember when we had to go to bed early so we wouldn't have so uh so or Santa won't or pass our house or something like that. That's kind of like yeah, but we're older now. We, yeah. That's kind of how that feeling, just like just staying up late trying to see if Santa will show up or something like that. So I mean it, we're just staying up late just talking about baseball. But unfortunately, folks, tomorrow opening day for the Red Sox will have to wait. Because the biggest news of this week slash today is opening day got pushed back to Friday because of they're getting rain in uh, New York at this point. Yeah. So not great. Uh, Also news this week that came out this week, uh, Chris Sale is now heading on to the 60-day IL, which means he probably won't start, won't be back until possibly late June, maybe July or so, hopefully. I mean, well, hopefully he's back by June, yeah, because we really do need our ace, yeah. But, yeah, it's kind of looking like, man, he, he just can't catch a break. The poor dude just can't catch a break. I hope this isn't, like, the end of, like, basically his, like, basically, like, rate or basically his dominance because he's a pretty good pitcher. But we'll see. Also, news, Um, so the Red Sox today offered uh, Rafael Devers an extension but he rejected because it wasn't really what he was getting close to. And it looked like they were farther away from getting a deal done. But though it is, was reported tonight, though, that um, they are looking to give him another offer. And, th- and this time it's supposed to be way better than the offer that they gave him this afternoon kind of deal. So hopefully he'll accept it this time. He's kind of wanting to get a bigger deal than uh, Jose Ramirez of the in or the Guardians, which he got a deal done today. I think it was like, hold on, like something like five hundred or five years, not five hundred. <laughs> Whoa, that's a lot. He's getting paid. All right, we don't have that much money over five hundred. All right, all right. Let's see, Jose Ramirez. See his extension if we can find it. Come, oh, don't sing. <laughs> All right, no singing. <laughs> All right, here he is. He gets an extension five years, 120 mil. So Rafi's trying to get uh, a higher bid than that kind of deal. Well, give him time. Just give him the deal. Give him, pay the man. Pay Rafi big scoops. And I really feel like I really feel like he really wants to uh, sign, re-sign with the Red Sox. I'm more confident that he, the Red Sox, will get a deal done with Rafi Devers over so, someone like Sander Bogarts. I feel like Sander Bogarts. I am kind of a little worried about Bogey getting re-signed or getting his extension. That's why. That's who I'm more concerned about. Uh, re-signing or not re-signing at this point, All right? So not a lot of other news to talk about. No other Red Sox news. I think I'm not nothing off the top of my head. I know in recent episodes we have been forgetting to talk about some stuff, but yeah, some of the stuff we will talk about in final thoughts to end the show. All right. First, let's wrap up 
spring training. So spring training did end this week on Tuesday. Let's see. So we have to go back to Saturdays because the last time we talked was Friday. All right. So Saturday they played the Pittsburgh Pirates, and once again at JetBlue, they lose again to the Pittsburgh Pirates, one of the worst teams in Major League Baseball, 7-2. to two. Evaldi just didn't have his stuff. He just got rocked around a lot and just, yeah, nothing a lot going on after that. Uh, Jackie Bradley Jr. had a home run, though, JBJ. Uh, and then Michael Chavis, the old ice horse, he kind of homered for the Pirates. Yeah, I was going to say Red Sox, but no, he's no longer on the Red Sox. So, yeah, not a lot going on here. So, at this point, they were 9-7 and seven at this point. Then Sunday came around. They played the Braves at their place at uh, Cool Today Park. Uh, Nick Pavetta went on the mound. He did struggle a little bit to begin with, but then he basically uh, figured it out and then basically helped the Red Sox win. Rafi Devers, he had a free run homer. Um, JBJ had a two-run homer and stuff like that. So yeah, the offense just clicked after that. Red Sox win this game six to three. They win, or they are now at this point ten and seven. So pretty good. Then Monday they uh, play the Twins at Hamden Stadium. Unfortunately, they lose this one. Not a lot of offense going on in this game. Uh, Bailey Ober basically basically was just dominant in this game. Did not a lot. Only allowed like two, three hits. Bogarts, I think, and uh, Bobby Dahlbeck. I'm trying to think who else had a hit. Let's see. It was, yeah, Bobby Dahlbeck. Um, Yomer Sanchez, or yeah, or uh, Wu Sox. Uh, yeah, Tanner Houck just didn't have his stuff today or in this day. So, yeah, so the Red Sox lose this game two to nothing. They are 10 and 8 at this point. And then the finale on Tuesday. They play the Twins again to wrap up the spring training and win was the Governor's Cup. The Governor's Cup for a spring training series they have with the Twins. It was going poorly to begin with. Uh, just Waka didn't have his stuff. He wasn't really pitching well. Twins just got on him early. And then right in the sixth inning, when our minor leaguers showed up, they basically just went on a roll. They scored seven runs in the sixth inning. And like, or nine runs combined in the sixth and seventh inning, and they basically won this game 10 to six. Yeah. To wrap up the series, Robles gets the win. Yeah. And it's just, they just kept rolling after that. Yeah. JD Martinez, he had an RBI single. So, yeah. So, at, so they finished the regular or finished the spring training 11 and eight. So, pretty good. And now at this point, we are headed to New York. For a three-game series now starting on Friday um, against the Yankees. At, old, at Yankee Stadium. I almost called it Old Yankees. No, this is New Yankee Stadium. Old Yankee Stadium's gone. Yes. Yeah, this is a newer, sadder place. <laughs> this is a newer, sadder place. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, minor league. Uh, so, the minor leagues did start their season uh, Tuesday. But it was just the Woo Sox. It was the Worcester Red, Red Sox to start their season. So game one or game one against the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp, which is a, their trip the Marlins AAA affiliate. So they won that game six to five. Let's see notables here. Um 
Jared Duran had like two or went two for five, so pretty good. He had two hits at five at bats. Trying to think what else. Um, the Hinesdale, Illinois native Ryan Fitzgerald, he went two for four, so pretty good. He also had a dinger too, six inning off Campbell. Pretty good, pretty good. Um, who else? And then uh, Connor Wong had was went two for four, scored a run, so pretty good, pretty good. And then let's see. And then uh, Kyle Hart got the dove for the Woo Sox, and then uh, for the save was uh, Caleb Ort. Yeah, first save of the year, so pretty good, pretty good. All right, so at this point they're one and zero, oh, so pretty good, pretty good. And then tonight they played uh, or Jacksonville again, and they won this game again, six or seven to six, so pretty good, awesome. Uh, let's see. Then a uh, couple of guys went yard for the Red Sox. Uh, Yomer uh, Sanchez he went yard. Tristan Casas went yard. Um, let's see who else. And then uh, Franchi Cordero went yard. And then let's see notables. And he also went uh, two for five. Franchi did. Let's see. No stop. Stop. All right. Uh, three for four from uh, Ryan Fitzgerald. Well, Fitzy is a uh, Kevin Euclid likes to call him Fitzy. That sounds nice. And then. Let's see. Go down. Uh, let's see. For the Red Sox, Shri or Schreiber gets the dub. And then uh, Dalton Furbrish. Sorry, not. Uh, Durbin Feldman gets the save his first of the year. Dalton Furbush. That's a little Section 10 joke of uh, Dalton Furbush. Coley Mick on one of the episodes was so mad. It was like back in 2018. was so mad about our relief pitching. And like he was asking, uh, when are we going to call up Dalton Furbush? And like he was so mad that he called them the wrong name it just stuck there we just they just had a giggle after that it was funny man funny so his real name's Derman feldman yeah god deal yeah so yeah he gets the save so pretty good pretty good all right so that is it for uh minor leagues uh scores they play again tomorrow ah crap i forgot uh crap i forgot the hold on I didn't want to close out of that tab. Hold on. So they play again. I'm guessing it's 6 o'clock my time, 7 o'clock Eastern time, but I could be totally wrong on that. All right. Hold on. They play again at yeah, 7.05 Eastern time, 6.05 Central time. Then let's see what else. Nah, we won't go in the other time zones. All right, yeah, just and then uh, yeah, or Connor Siebel gets the start, so pretty good, awesome, yeah, awesome, pretty good. All right, that is minor league. All right, hold on. When do the other minor leagues start? All right, so not tomorrow. All right, yeah, Friday they start. All right, never. All right, so it is Friday. I thought it was Saturday. All right, it's Friday. Then everybody else, yeah. So um, Portland starts out against the New Hampshire uh, Fisher Cats at home, and then uh, the Salem Red Sox start out at home against the Lynchburg uh, Hillcats, and then the Greenville Drive take on the Hudson uh, Valley uh, Renegades at home, also on Friday. So pretty good, awesome. So yeah, all right. Awesome. So that is it for minor league scores. We'll go over briefly uh, college baseball scores because I, I kind of want to get into the 
a preview show too because that's why we're here opening day. Yeah. But I kind of want to just get some of this college stuff out of the way, or at least midweek stuff before, uh, like, so it won't be much of a work on Sunday. We do the series recap show. All right. All right. So last time we talked for Wright State. So right now they are 12 and 14 right now and 7 and 2 a conference play. So all right. All right. Decently. I mean, overall record not so great, but conference record pretty good. All right. Then they played, uh, as I said, they played IPFW, which is Indiana Purdue University or Indiana Purdue at Fort Wayne. Uh, at Fort Wayne, Indiana, they won this game 17-11, so pretty good. Awesome. A lopsided score. Uh, and then on Sunday, they finished up against IPFW, win that game a 12-3 blowout, so awesome. So they sweep the series against uh, IPFW, so awesome. Then today they played against Cincinnati in uh, Cincinnati, Ohio. Unfortunately, they lost this game uh, 7-4. It was part of the Joe Nuckhall uh, Classic. So, yeah, so it's that class they have between them, Cincinnati, and uh, Miami of Ohio. It's kind of an Ohio thing. All right. That's it. And then they start a series, a non-conference series, on a Saturday or on Saturday and Sunday against Bradley, I'm going to go to one of those games. I believe it's going to be Sunday. Um, it's in Peoria, Illinois. Uh, they were originally going to pl- they were going to play on Friday, but they had to push that had to do a doubleheader on Saturday because we're supposed to get some uh, rain and stuff on Friday, so it's not going to be able to play. So all right, okay. So that's it. We'll recap that on Sunday show. All right. Now to our Division Two, We won't go over rankings this week. We probably will, or this uh, episode, we will in the recap show. So, yeah. All right. So, Central Missouri, our Division Two school. All right. Let's see. Right now, currently right now, they are 26-4 and and 19-1 and in conference play. So, unfortunately, they did lose a game. Uh, so, yeah. So, their 18-game win streak. Came to an end on Saturday as they lose 15 to 4 and in seven innings to Washburn. So that gave them their first conference L of the season. Well, that just tells me how to start not talk, basically, because last episode I said they were on 18, 18 game win streak. And then, yeah, they blew it this week or this Saturday or last Saturday. And then they played Washburn to finish off the series. And good thing, at least for this, they did win the series and this game. Five to three, so awesome. Pretty good, pretty good. All right, so they win the series two games to three. Then they played Dury. All right, and then they played Dury at home today. A 13 to four victory and not a conference matchup, so pretty good. Awesome, awesome. All right, and then they start another conference series on Friday against uh, Missouri Southern. Um, in uh, at Crane Stadium in Thompson or Thompson Field, which is their home field. Um, another conference series, three-game series. Yeah, all right. So awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. Pretty short week. Pretty short. All right. That is it for Central Missouri. UMass Boston. All right. So right now they are 14-4 uh, and four and 4-0 four and oh in conference play so far. As I said, they played against Castleton this Saturday, and they took both games, first game 7-4, and then 
Second game, 12 to 2. All right. So pretty good. Pretty good. Awesome. And then they played Endicott, which is Jerry Carabas's school. I know they did mention this on section 10. They did mention Endicott in you know, one of these call or as one of these or as a college that like some of their fans are. I think I think Jared might have gone there. But I'm not sure. I might be wrong on that. All right. So they played on Tuesday against Endicott and won that game 5-3. So pretty good. Pretty good. Awesome. Um, they were supposed to play tomorrow. That game is now postponed. So nothing going on there. So their next game is against Suffolk University on Saturday, a doubleheader. I think game one is at 12 p.m. Uh, 3 o'clock. And then game two, whenever. Yeah, whenever. I mean, it does say 3 o'clock, but I'm not sure if they're, like, going to play seven innings or, like, nine. It depends. 30, usually it's 30 minutes after or in between double headers. All right. So that is it for UMass Boston. All right. And then Augustana University, which is Augustana in Illinois, Rock Island, Illinois. All right. As I left off, they did lose their first uh lose their first conference or lose their conference opener against Carroll. Then they played a double header Sunday against Carroll. Took they took a game or took game one, six to two, and then Lost the second game, seven to three. So yeah, so now at this point there are, um, and then uh, they played on Tuesday against uh, Carfish or yesterday against Carfish, which is Tuesday at this point. Probably yeah, yeah, it's already Tuesday. Yeah, we're already past like two minutes after uh, after into Thursday, and they won this game sixteen to four. So awesome, pretty good against Carfish. Then they play on – next game is on Friday against uh, Cornell, not a conference matchup at home at uh, Swanson Stadium, 5.30 p.m. Central Time. All right. And currently right now they are 16-5 and five and 2-2 two and two in conference play. All right. So at 500 in conference play. All right. All right, our NAIA school, Tennessee Wesleyan. All right. Let's see. They are 37 and 2 and 18 and 0 in conference play. All right. Go down, go down. All right. So let's see. So they played against Blueville on or Blueville University in Athens, Tennessee. I did have a buddy that played in their blue or played in the Blue Jays farm system, and they had a rookie level or rookie league team. In uh, Blueville, Illinois, I don't think that team is around anymore because Rob Manford basically got rid of those teams and stuff like that. Um, it was funny too because Blueville, like half the town in Blueville is like in Virginia, and the other town is in West Virginia. That's just something that I actually I found out that was pretty neat. All right. Anyway, all right. So they took so they took both games of the series. Ooh, voice crack. All right, so they took the first game uh, nine to two, and then they uh, took the second game eight to seven and in eight innings. So prop, so looking like an extra innings. This is probably a prize seven inning game. And then on Friday or Tuesday, they played against a uh, Freed Hardeman in uh, Henderson, Tennessee, and they won this game in a lopsided score of nineteen to twelve. Ooh, man, all right. So at this point, yeah, as I said, and then they play Point University. Yes, Point University um, at home in Athens on Friday, 3 p.m. And then, yeah, the start of another conference series. 
All right. Point University. That is that sounds like a very generic name. <laughs> a very, name for university. Point. A point. Point. <laughs> I was always taught when I was younger that was really rude to do, like point at something. I mean, I could see that. Just yeah, that's what I mean. I was always ta taught as a kid never point at, yeah, just never point at people. It's just kind of deal. Yeah. All right. Let's see. So as I all right. So where are we? Um, Florida Southwestern State. All right. As I said last time we talked. Let's see. All right. Friday, all right. So they played St. Petersburg or St. Petersburg College. So the wrap up this or wrap up this uh, series with a sweep, a four-three win. So awesome, they sweep the series against uh, St. Peter's College. Then they start another series, conference series against Hillsborough Community College um, in Tampa Bay, Florida. All games are in Tampa Bay, Florida. Um, first game won six to three, and then the second game on Wednesday. Seven to five. Uh, game one was on Monday. All right, if you were wondering, and then game three, um, and the finale of the series is um on Friday, three p.m. Central Time or pre or three p.m. Eastern Time, probably two p.m. My Time is in Central Time. All right, okay. And now uh, hopefully they'll go for another sweep. So they won the series today. So yeah, as I said, Wednesday as in today or yesterday all right so as i said so right now they are uh 30 and 12 right now and 17 and 3 in conference play all right so pretty good all right and then tyler university or juco division or another juco division one school they were supposed to be our division three school for juco but they suddenly just made a move to division one and just yeah just hadn't really yet yeah so we just didn't have time to like Figure things out. Yeah. All right. So they are currently 24 and 16 right now and 13 and 11 in conference play. So not really good so far. Kind of a little mediocre. Yeah. All right. So let's see. The fur. All right. The second, they played against Paris Community College at home, lost both games. First one, nine to one. And then the second game, 10 to six. Then on Wednesday or yesterday, they played Navarro College. Um, they continue the three-game losing streak as they lose game one, 18-3, and then broke the losing streak by winning game two, 13-5. So awesome. Pretty good. Pretty good. And then uh, so next game or next uh, or next games are going to be on Saturday. Doubleheader against uh, Bouchier Parish Community College at home. Game one, 1 p.m. Central Time. And game two, whenever game one gets over. All right. All right. So that is it for Tyler Junior College. And then finally, uh, Harlan Community College. And this is going to be quick. Uh, so they are 20 and 6 right now and uh, still undefeated in conference play, 12 and 0. So awesome. Pretty good. Pretty good. All right. So they played against uh, ICC on Sunday, the wrap up uh, a four or four game series, uh, two game doubleheader on Sunday. Um, they took game one, 11 to four, and then they basically just blew out ICC in game two, 14 to one. And basically went for the sweep, going for the sweep. All right. And then they play on Saturday against uh, Spoon River. Um, game one at like two or uh, 2 p.m. And then uh, game four or game two is 
whenever kind of deal. All right. So, yeah. And Spoon River, when we or when I was there at Harlan, this team was just god-awful. They just could not play to save their lives kind of deal. It, it was just not fun. I mean, there was a joke if we lost to Spoon River at any game, whether it's the spring regular season or the fall preseason, some of us might be quitting baseball. I mean, we would just give up on the game at this point because you can't, you couldn't lose this team. This team was just not really that great. I mean, they had 12 guys apart from us, like apart from teams, other teams in our conference. These guys only had 12 guys. They did not really field a big team. Yeah. Like someone like us, we had like 30 guys. We had a pitching staff. We had our position players and stuff like that, coaching staff and stuff like that. These guys only had like 12 guys. Like it was like a literally a little league team we were facing. Sorry to say that, but that was just the truth. That was just the truth. And it really was kind of a little sad too. But yeah, it's just easy dubs. I mean, score 30 on these guys. Yeah. All right. So that is it for her. So that is our college baseball segment. All right. That is it. Ooh, man, we're kind of running out of time. All right. So we will go to break and then we will do our opening day uh, preview breakdown. All right. All right. We are back. All right. So the moment you've been waiting for the opening day uh, 2022 regular season breakdown slash preview. Just preview. All right. Slash preview. All right. So standings. All right. So here's my standings prediction. So the AL East, I have the Blue Jays kind of winning this division at this point. I mean, they they seem stacked. They really do. Their pitching is stacked. Their um, position play or uh, position players or offense is stacked. It's just they have Laddie Jr. and stuff like that. And they also got Matt Chapman too. So yeah, they did give up a few things too. But I feel like this team will basically. Be runners up in the AL East. Then behind them in second place, I have the Red Sox. I feel like I feel like we'll we'll be in it a little bit or be like racing to them or be racing up at the or be with them up until that point and stuff like that. And then uh, the Rays, I have third. Yankees I have fourth. I really feel like I really feel like they did not address some issues and stuff like that. The Yankees did. I mean, seriously, Isaiah kind of Kind of Falefa was your big offseason move. Really? <sighs> Whatever. They didn't even fix their uh, rotation. Seriously. You really feel after the season Garrett Cole had, especially how he choked in the AL wildcard, you're going to not address the whole starter or a starting rotation issue. Oh, my word. Aaron. And then usually at last place, they have the Orioles. I really feel like they're not going to. I feel like they'll. At best, win 40-something games. At best. And that is sad. Seriously, that is sad. But whatever. Seriously, the Orioles' ownership doesn't want to fix it. So, yeah. Or management doesn't want to fix the issue. So, so what? Yeah. All right. So, here we are. So, the AL Central. I have the White Sox uh, win the division again. So, yeah. So, I feel like they're going to win again. Tigers, I could see the I could see the Tigers making moves. They got Austin Meadows just recently. They traded for him from the Rays. So awesome. So yeah, so they boasted that up. The their starting rotation looks good. They got Javi Baez. Um, one of their yeah, another offseason move that they made. So I feel like they could be up there 
with the White Sox uh, trying to fight for the division and stuff like that. The Guardians, I could see Ferd. I could see them being in the middle of the pack. Um, Royals, I don't really see them doing anything. I'm being fourth. And then the Twins, the Spike getting Carlos Correa and maybe a few pitching arms. I feel like, I don't know, maybe I might have changed. I don't know. I mean, at this point, just, yeah. Twins aren't going anywhere, kind of. Although I did see they were on trade for uh, Chris Pax or Paddock of uh, the Padres. It's recently on Bleacher Report. I don't know if that's still going to happen, but, yeah. All right. On to the AL West. All right. I have the Rangers. I really feel like the moves that they made and improving their offense and stuff like that, I feel like getting Marcus Simeon, Corey Seager, and stuff like that, and also getting pitching help like uh, John or John Gray, I really feel like they're going to take the division this year. Um, Mariners, I could see them being uh, in the two at second place up in the running. Uh, Astros, middle of the pack, I really feel like Carlos Correa kind of like – Kind of like basically like set them back a little bit too. Angels, I really don't see it. Seeing that they did get uh, Noah Syndergaard, I really don't see, see them doing much. Um, and the A's, sadly, the bad bars. But Uncle Tom, bad bars are in last. Yeah, Fox. That's because your ownership doesn't want to do anything. It's basically selling off every good player that they had. So at this point, I'm picking the A's as dead last. Yeah, sorry, Fox. Seriously, tell your ownership to get their butts in gear. <laughs> yeah, all right. Sorry, I wouldn't say that to my own nephew. <laughs> all right, all right. All right, so now it's on to the National League and the National League East. I have the Braves kind of taking the division again. I really feel like the, they'll have a really good chance of defending their crown. I really feel like that, too. I really see them as being World Series favorites. I mean, they still have that chip on their shoulder. Like, the whole world is against us. They No one gives us a shot at this. You know what? Let's go prove them wrong. Kind of deal. Then I see the Phillies at second place. I really feel like adding Nick Castellanos and Kyle Schwarber as their offense now kind of helps them out a little bit. That's where they kind of, like, get some big bats in the way in the way and stuff like that. Uh, the Mets, I can see them at third. Uh, Nationals, fourth. And then the Marlins, it's just at the dead bottom. And the Marlins just don't sell for me anymore. They just don't. Yeah. Really is sad. All right. And then the NL Central, I have the Brewers taking the division again. Um, I could see. And then second place, I have the Cubs. Um, I've even though I kind of felt that they were kind of like basically kind of like just rebuilding, they kind of just went quickly and just made some moves. They got uh, Seiya Suzuki, which could help them out a little bit too. Um, Cardinals and Ferd, um, I really feel like just only just getting the Albert Pujols and Steven Matson really like helped them out a little bit too, but I could be wrong too. This is kind of the thing about these standings. I kind of want to look back after like the whole regular season over and see how right I was and stuff like that. But we'll find out the reds. I really feel like getting a lot of people rid of a lot of guys and stuff like that kind of like hurt them too. So that's why I feel like they're going to step back a little bit and finish fourth. And then the pirates as usual being in last place. I feel like they didn't really do much. Yeah. At all. They didn't make any moves whatsoever. All right. And then uh, NL West, I uh, have the Dodgers winning it again. Um, Giants will probably be in second place. Padres in third. 
and then Rockies in fourth, and then Diamondbacks is just, yeah, um, last place. All right. All right, so postseason predictions, AL, as I said, your division winners in the AL East, it will be the Blue Jays, White Sox, AL Central, and then uh, Rangers, NL, or AL East, or AL West, sorry, East. West, yeah. Oh, I thought you said West. Ale West. Yeah, Ale West. Yeah. All right. And your two, three wild card teams. Yes, because they did add the, or add a one more post or one more playoff team to the mix, saying it's going to be Red Sox, Rays, and for the first time in 21 years, my prediction is Mariners make the postseason this year. I really feel like, I really feel like they added on a little bit to, to their uh, or they got some offensive pieces. They got uh, Robbie Ray, a really good pitching or or really good uh, ace, and also defending Cy Young winner for the AL. I really feel like they'll have a chance to like basically just get back in it, and not not only get back in it but get into the postseason at this point. All right. So yeah, as I said, so and also that wild card game is no longer a thing. It's going to be a best of three series which I was hoping for and basically campaigning for for a while. So, yeah. So that is your, yeah, AL postseason teams, Blue Jays, White Sox, Rangers, Red Sox, Rays, and Mariners. All right, in the NL, um, I have Braves in the AL NL East, Brewers in the NL Central, and then the Dodgers and the NL West. And then your two, three wildcard teams are the Phillies, Mets, and Cubs. Yeah. So not bad predictions. So, yeah. I want to see how right I'm at. at Once the regular season ends, I kind of want to see how right I am. All right. And then a bold prediction. I feel like Rafael Devers, he's going to have an MVP kind of season and somewhat slash prove it season. The point where now, like, given if they do get a contract done in the next couple of days, this will be kind of a year to say, "Hey, you didn't really waste any money on me, kind of deal." That's what I mean. It's, this is going to be a huge season for Rafael Devers. I feel like I really feel like it will be. All right. Okay. So that's it. All right for uh, predictions. So yeah. Let's see how right I am um, once uh, after the regular season ends. God deal. All right. So I'm going to go break down uh, our fancy uh, um, games of the week. I'm not going to go over too depth into these. I'm just going to tell you who we're, uh, our fancy teams are facing for this week. Starting on week one of the regular season, All right, the Bad Bars will take on Team Austin Bone. Or, Bo- or Bowen. So, Team Awesome Bowen. So, the Babars, Oakland Babars. So, and the, no, not them. Yeah. All right. And then the Dancing on My Own, they'll take on St. Louis Allen for week one. And then Pay Rafi Devers will take on Team Lovely. Yeah. These are some very generic team names. Yeah. And then Arthur Reed the Go will take on Team Bomb Bomba Squad. Or Bomba Squad. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Yep. So take on them. Arthur Reed's the GOAT. 
Uh, the wearing of the green will take on San Francisco Giants, not the actual San Francisco Giants. This is a fancy team, or the SF or SF Giants. All right. Then the Yankees lose. We'll take on the Twins territory. All right. So pretty good for week one. And that's it for ESPN. Let's go to Yahoo. Yahoo. All right, the Frio take will take on, for week one, Larry's Genius Team. Larry's Genius Team. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right. And then the Gombridge Team will take on um, the Great Team. The Great Team. All right. All right. I also do have a trade for this team. So I'm traded uh, Ryan McCann. To uh, the pinstripes for uh, Jorge Soler. I feel like that was a good trade. I don't know. We'll find out. Maybe I might have just made a really bad boneheaded trade. But I, I, hearing what I hear from Soler, I feel like I just got a really good deal here. All right. Section 10. So they will take on for week one the Durham Eagles. All right. So that's a pretty decent name. Yeah. I thought I was going to call them Durham Bulls at one point. All right. Just like the movie. And also. Uh, Tampa Bay Rays Triple A team. All right. Then uh, the Sterling, or then the Sterling starting nine. Uh, will take on for week one. Sons of pitches T D C J. All right. I've heard worse names, but I mean, yeah. I mean, it's not really that bad of a name. All right. The Royal Rooters. For week one, they will take on Tom's tip-top team. Oh, how did you know I made a team? Oh, I love that name. It's named after me. <laughs> and then uh, finally, call him Poppy for week one. They will take on Nick Davis's best team. Man, who? <laughs> All right. So that is week one. All right. So that is it for fantasy. All right. So the series or series preview. For this series against the Yankees. All right. You know what? Maybe we can go to break and then uh, wrap it up with there. You know what? We could do that. All right. Just go to break. All right. We are back to wrap up the show with the series preview for this Yankee series coming up starting Friday. It was supposed to be tomorrow, but since rain or today, as in today is Thursday, should have been today, but since rain is uh, holding things off in New York, um, so it's probably going to be Friday slash tomorrow. All right, for game one. All right, for game one, your starters, Nathan Ivaldi, will take the ball for the Red Sox. And, oh, look, Garrett Cole is going to take the ball for the Yankees. Oh, yeah. Man, look at both of these photos. Man, Nathan Ivaldi just has all smiles just written all over him. And look at Garrett Cole, just like, oh, I don't really want to be here. I don't want to play on for Friday. Can we just call that game, too? Like, he just has that look of, like, oh, fuck me running. <laughs> just got that look of, like, seriously, I got to face the Red Sox again. Those guys beat me up in the wild card game. Can I face somebody else? <laughs> it just has that look. He really does. All right, so that's game one Friday. Game two, Nick Pavetta gets the ball for the Red Sox. And, um, hold on, wait, go back, go back. All right, so uh, Friday's game is going to be at noon again. 
I believe it's going to be on MLB Network or, or on, yeah, so basically, or just basically on regular stations. And then, as I said, so Saturday, Nick Pavetta gets the ball, as I said, and Yankee starter, we don't know, TB to be determined. And that game is at 3 or 3.05 or Central Time. And all these times I'm saying is Central Time because I live in Illinois. All right, and that game's going to be on Fox. Ugh. Fox One. Ugh. Yuck. Nationally televised game. All right, and then Sunday, um, Tanner Houck gets the ball for the Red Sox, and then, as usual, Yankees um, starter we do not know about. So, TB. And that game is at 6.08 Central Time, um, and it's on ESPN Sunday Night Baseball. I'm a little bit interested about this uh, new crew for us Sunday Night Baseball. I, hopefully it's way better than – because if you already know by now, I'm not really sure they're bringing Matt Fascursion back, and also they're uh, not bringing A-Rod back, too. He's getting his own, like, Manny Cash show, which I feel like is going to be a Yankees – or basically a Yankees pregame show, which is – because, yeah, they're going to have Michael King on – or Michael K on, too. Yeah, the Yankees uh, – Um, I think it's, like – or yeah, play by play guy for the their TV. So that's dumb. Seriously, it is gonna be a Yankees pregame show. Yuck. No, I will not have any part of it at all. <laughs> Alright. So what's the weather looking like, Tommy? In let's see. In old New York. Hold on. Come on. Come on. Today. Alright. In old New York. All right, the weather. What's the weather like, Tommy? You know that? Yeah, what's the weather like, Ollie? All right, New York, New York City, New York. Come on, let's roll. Sorry, my, yeah, here we go. All right, so let's see. So Friday, all right, so no, so no rain on Friday. So partly cloudy skies and there is a slight chance of rain, but it's like 15%. All right, so pretty good there. Saturday. Um, oh, yeah, the degrees on Friday is going to be 63 degrees. No, get out of here, you stupid ad. I don't care. <laughs> All right, then Saturday is going to be uh, 57 degrees. Um, it's mostly cloudy skies early. Yeah, and then, yeah. And then partly cloudy later on the day. There is also a slight chance of rain showers, twenty-three percent chance. And then, uh, and then Sunday night, let's see, it's going to be mainly clear, forty-one degrees, and no rain at all, two percent chance of rain. Yeah. All right, that is it for the series against the Yankees. Get out of here. All right, hold on. You know I'm messing with the radio. All right, all right. So final thoughts. Um, so I forgot to mention that I was going to say something to you guys last week about this, but I forgot to mention. And you know what? It might be fitting to doing this episode just for the fact that we're going to play the Yankees um, this or this weekend. All right. So it came to it came to our attention last week. That Yankees general manager Brian Cashman is now blaming the the World Series, their uh, Yankees World Series drought, on the Astros sign stealing scandal. 
Hmm. Well, since the Yankees haven't won a World Series championship since 2009, and that was way before iPods, iPhones, and stuff like that, people were still using flip phones. I was still using a flip phone. I was a junior in high school, and I was still using a flip phone at that point. Seriously, I'm sorry. That is such a loser mentality. That is such a effing loser mentality from Brian Cashman. I'm sorry. This is probably why the Yankees are never going to win another World Series. Possibly as long as that idiot is still in charge of the Yankees. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be a pro-Yankee here. I'm just saying this, this is why the Yankees have not won in a while. They just have this – they really have become this have this mentality of just saying, hey, we're, we're just going to have stuff given to us kind of deal. And, just, and when things don't go our way, we're just going to blame other people for our mistakes. Like this whole Astro – and you know what? They really did kind of did get screwed in 2017. A lot of people got screwed. The Red Sox got screwed. They got screwed. Dodgers got screwed in this whole thing. But the people who faced the Astros in the postseason all got screwed. As I'm saying, just it's just you just can't blame why you haven't won a World Series in almost a decade or so on a sign stealing scandal that happened five years ago. I'm sorry that, and you know what? And also too, Cashman should really wash his mouth with that stuff too, knowing that in a few days from now, that letter that the U.S. or U.S. Court of Appeals demanded that they open which now has a letter saying what, that they were also involved in this whole sign stealing scandal too, and to the point where it could be really groundbreaking kind of deal, sign stealing scandals too. So I really feel like Cashman really needs to shut up with that stuff because, yeah, they're not too far away from also getting implemented in another sign stealing scandal too. So, yeah. yeah it's, I just feel like the Yankees will never win a World Series ever again with that dumb ball idiot as their GM. I mean, seriously, if George, and I heard this too, if George Steinberger was still the GM of the, or still not GM, owner of the Yankees, Cashman would have been gone by now. Seriously. It's just so, I don't know. I really feel like Yankees suck. Let's just, let's, I hope they do not have a great season this year. I hope they basically just fall apart in this season. Seriously, just keep the loser mentality going. Seriously, so, and the, the whole thing with like stuff like Aaron Judge playing the uh, themes to New York in game after game two of the AL or ALDS with the Red Sox, which the series was tied at that point, and it could go either way, and it did go another way. It went the Red Sox way at that point. After that, after he decided to play themes of New York, the Red, Yankees have not beaten the Red Sox in a postseason game since then. That is a kind of a neat. Part. How many stat? And no, and going back to the whole thing with Aaron Judge with the whole playing the boombox themes in New York. So apparently, a lot of Yankees, former Yankees, were pissed off that he did that. They were really pissed that he did that. Like Mark Teixeira came out and said he really got was really mad that he uh, Aaron Judge did that. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and. Derek Jeter said, like, I would have never have done that, too. I would have waited until we won the series of play done something like that. Just kind of whole, like, just it's just – it's celebrating too early. It really is. You're just declaring victory too early, and that's really not a great move. I mean, that's kind of the mentality they have. They feel like, hey, we're just going to get – we're giving, we're just giving this series because, 
hey, we're the big, bad Yankees, and we're just going to show up with our bats and our offense and our pitching, and it's just all going to just take care of ourselves, and we're just going to basically just pay off the refs too or pay off the umpires too, and they're just going to side with us. No, that's not how that works. You still have to come and play. Seriously, that just former Yankees will never have had this mentality. Just screw their whole franchise. Just screw their whole team. Screw their whole city. Just, oh, my God. Well, I shouldn't say screw their whole city, but just, you know, I mean, I just hate the Yankees. Seriously, the Yankees suck. Let's just – can we just sweep them this weekend? Can we just sweep them just to – just just put a poor taste in their mouths. Just make them go o, o, or 0-3 to start the year. Can we just do that? Come on, guys. Let's just kick their butts this weekend. All right. All right, moving on. Final thoughts. Um, I also forgot to mention this, too. One of our favorite teams slash Royal Rooters teams, um, women's uh, hockey team of the Premier Hockey League, um, basically – uh, our favorite team, the Boston uh, Pride, basically won another Isabella Cup, which is basically their version of the Stanley Cup slash World Series. Uh, so they won it two or two in a row, so pretty good. They're uh, second in a row, as I said, and third in franchise history, so pretty good. Congrats, ladies. The Boston Pride, Isabella Cup champs. All right. So, yeah, so that game, that Isabella Cup, they uh, – were, I believe they were down one goal and in 17 seconds rallied off two goals to not only tie the game but also take the lead too and against the Connecticut Whale and uh, basically uh, had an empty air to like basically put them up by two and that's was your final score, a 4-2 victory. So, yeah, congrats to the Boston Pride win another Isabella Cup. Yeah, so awesome. Another Royal Rooters team getting it done. All right, Royal Rooters team getting it done. Awesome, pretty good. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, Royal Rooters, I mean, I'll I'll just tell – yeah, I'll let you know. Yeah, it's another uh, social media sports site that I kind of do, two of uh, random teams like Boston sports teams, some college teams, international. Uh, uh, yeah, it, you remember episode three I was talking about non-favorite uh, or Red Sox teams? That was one – that's what I'm talking about, Royal Rooters, like just non – or also Red Sox, but also other teams, too, that I like, too. Other sports teams. All right. So good. Awesome. Pretty good. Pretty good. Um, final thoughts. Um, congrats uh, to – also congrats to the Kansas City J- – or Kansas Jayhawks on winning another national championship for uh, their school. So pretty good. So the Kansas City – or uh, Kansas Jayhawks. Let's call them Kansas City. What am I doing? Uh, Kansas uh, Jayhawks as they win another national championship for college basketball. So pretty good as they got done Monday against uh, North Carolina. So awesome. Pretty good. Pretty good. They were down 15 points at halftime. I thought, you know what? North Carolina is going to win this game. And then right from the get-go in the second half, they basically just went on a rally. Like it wasn't even five minutes and they were like, it was a two-possession game. It really was. It was just like, oh, my, are they really making a comeback here? Man, are, seriously, is North Carolina turning into the Atlanta Hawks of uh, Super Bowl 51? That would be funny. <laughs> I mean, there were, again, jokes after that. Like, are they becoming the Atlanta Hawks or Atlanta Falcons of a uh, – sorry, Atlanta Falcons of a uh, – yeah, uh, Super Bowl 51. You know when the they were up uh, up on the Patriots by 25 points in the after – 
uh, I think it was like the third quarter or so, the Patriots just came back and rallied back and not only forced it into overtime, but won the game too. Yeah, gave Tom Brady his fifth ring. So that's what they were kind of making the jokes about the whole, yeah, North Carolina was like, had a 15-point lead at halftime and basically just gave it right back right after that, and they lost the game. Three-point game, seventeen or 72-69. to 69. Kansas gets another uh, national championship, so pretty good. Although they do have an investigation going on with their programs, so maybe that national championship might be taken away. I'm not sure. I Knowing the NCAA and knowing how they can make a season go away with, like, uh, violations and stuff like that and maybe like vacated wins i feel like yeah no championship is safe in the ncaa yeah <laughs> also lastly final thoughts it looks like jared Carabas is coming back to the podcast world well now he's doing it with DraftKings. now it was reported that he was going to do it with john boy media which is basically the barstool version or baseball version of barstool um, but so he's now doing the DraftKings now. He's uh got two podcasts now coming up soon. Um, so yeah, so uh the first one is uh Jared Carabas, a Red Sox podcast, which is gonna be like the replacement for section 10. And then um, so him uh so he's bringing back Pete Blackburn too. You remember him too, Pete Blackburn. Uh he's bringing back Pat Light, so and then he's bringing on a new four uh um co-host uh tyler mc or tyler milligan of uh 98.5 the sports hub so it's pretty neat so awesome pretty good and then as he as uh his mlb podcast he's gonna do a DraftKings. it's called baseball is dead so it's him dallas Braden, and another guy's gonna co-host or gonna host that show so awesome good for jared good for old jared carabas good he's getting back into it awesome because at this point i was really Really, like, life did not – life seemed empty without, like, podcasts like Section 10 and Starting Night. It just felt really empty. Like, I really felt like I could not go on. Like, yeah, I just felt like I just couldn't, yeah. But, thankfully – and now with Steve Perrault's new podcast, he's doing with Odyssey um, Inside the Monster. Yeah, which you should check – you should go listen to both uh, his, his and Carabas' podcast. Like, there really are good stuff. Well, when Carabas' podcast uh, starts up again. So, awesome. Things are starting to look up. They really are. Yeah. So, yeah, literally uh, Friday, as we said. So, as we said, we're not going to record another podcast until Sunday, and that will be the series recap. As I said, we're going to do a series recap. So, we're going to go or break down all three games. We're going to break down uh, the MLB so far, do our uh, college baseball segment, minor league breakdown. Well, we're not going to do a total breakdown, but we're just going to go over the games for our minor league affiliates, uh, go over fantasy and stuff like that, like uh, our fantasy teams um, beat the streak in the MLB play app, which, by the way, they did have a new uh, app now for a gaming app called uh, MLB Play, which they have their beat the streak game and the quick pick. Yeah. So we're pretty neat, kind of nice. Nice. They didn't. They didn't bring back MLB Rally, which is sad, but yeah. All right. And then yeah, that will be about it. And then yeah, we'll just do that every series, every end of a series. Do a series recap. So 
The Yankee series recap will not be until Sunday, so we got a little bit of ways. So until then, yeah. All right, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for giving this opportunity to share. Keep doing what I love. Subscribe, rate and review on Apple iTunes. Give us a five-star review if you can. Follow the show on Twitter at the red underscore charter. Then follow the show on Instagram at a uh, at a uh, lowercase socks Illinois. Um, look, follow, or I just butchered that. All right, follow the show on Twitter at uh or red underscore charter, and then follow the show on TikTok at lowercase socks Illinois. And then follow the show on Instagram at also lowercase socks Illinois. Then follow or like the show on Facebook, the Red Sox Nation, the Illinois Charter, and then follow the show on Spotify and Apple. All right. I can't wait to get started, folks. Season one of this show, hopefully this season ends with a World Series championship. But we'll see. All we can do is hope and pray at this point and just watch the show. All right. With that being said, I believe that will about do it. All right. See you guys Sunday. Bonyana.